All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios, 1-800-707-9760. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Uh, I want to talk about the North, but let's get some of these. Let's finish up the over and unders uh, today and get that um, place of business out of the way. Um, okay, so let's start uh, with Seattle. Okay, everybody knows the uh, big offseason news there. They lose their future Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, you know, this is an organization that has been pillaged over the last few years of some of their their vets, some of them guys that are lingering on, you know, from Super Bowl champion, those Super Bowl teams. I mean, you know, Bobby Wagner. And Russ was like the last two to go. I mean, Tyler Lockett is still there. You know, I don't count Metcalf. He wasn't there through that time. I think Lockett and it would be hard-pressed to find out who exactly still over there from that that crew. So it's really a rebuild. I mean, Seattle is going through a rebuild. Now, how competitive they can be, only time to tell. I think their future quarterback is not on that roster. That's not going out on a limb. Anybody can see that. I think this coming up draft is where they're going to try to get aggressive in getting their quarterback. This is supposed to be another deep draft coming out this year of uh, college quarterbacks. Um, This is also a team, when you talk about Rashad Penny, some of the other guys, this is a team that I also believe that is going to go back to where they used to be. You know, the last few years it's been, hey, man, let Russ cook. And it's been a bumping heads between him and Pete Carroll. But I think that now Russ has moved on, and by default, <laughs> got to roll with Geno. See, the Geno a lock. They're going to go back to a run, run, run team and try to play defense. Um, that's who the Seattle Seahawks, I believe, are going to try to morph into. Now, that could, for, at least for 2022, now, then maybe that changes depending on their fortunes in April in the draft. But make no mistake about it, this is going to be a team that is going to be a run, run, run heavy and try to play field position and defense, especially. That's the only shot they really got. Desert is giving them minus, uh, I should say, over five and a half. And it's minus 120 on the money line with the juice and minus 110 if you like the under. Um. I'm going to go ahead and take the under on this. I'm going to take the under on this. Um, You know, they will be competitive. I mean, but you can be competitive every week and still can't win games. Um, This is going to be close. Um, At the very most, if I call this wrong, at the very most, I have them probably a seven-win team at the most. So they would go over by a game and a half. Um, most likely if you get this number on the over total, you'll probably hit at six. I just think they're going through a real real rebuild. You don't lose a quarterback like Russ and just it's okay. And it's not even just about Russ. It's just like I told you the last few years of what they've been going through. It's been been a slow leak. It really has. It's been a slow leak with them, but I'll take the under with them. You're right. It's going to be really close. Uh, When you just look at some of the teams that they can stack some wins against, the Giants – the Lions, which we'll see how they play, you know. Uh, the Falcons on that lineup too, um, but it's this. This does smell like under all day. 
hmm. um, for sure. And a uh, quick uh, local announcement, Tariq Woolen did make the 53-man roster. Yeah, I had a feeling that Talk he was. Greg so put me on the radar of him. He had a feeling that he would. Yeah. Um, so that's official. But okay. yeah, I'm going to take that that under as well and then Bartlett for the clean sweep with the under. Yeah. Under five and a half. Yeah. So uh, that's the deal with Seattle. Next up, uh, Tampa Bay, as they call it, Tamp- a.k.a. Tampa Bay Bucks. All right. New head coach, even though he's not a rookie head coach, he's done this before, but Todd Bowles takes over for Bruce. Uh, Byron Leftwich is still there. Um, he did some interviews, didn't get a, whole, a head coaching job. I believe he probably stayed on, you know, probably say I'll ride this time thing out till he leaves. Um, we've been talking about it, you know, for the last couple of weeks. I mean, in camp, they've they've hit the injury bug on the offensive line. Um, that is very key to what they do, especially with a quarterback like Tom. I don't care about Julio Jones. I don't care about Mike Evans. Goodwin, if he can't get protection, especially if it's mushed, rushed up the middle, uh, that smells for disaster. Number two, there's something going on with him. Um, you know, like you said, we're all dealing with stuff. We're all dealing with real life issues. Um, and that affects us. But somebody, like I said the other day, compartmentalize. That's Tom. But you could just see, I mean, in that press conference that we talked about earlier this week, it just looked like it's a guy that was beat down. Something's going on. Maybe we'll never know. It just depends. But the desert is setting their win total at 11 and a half. And if you like the over, you're going to get plus money back on this. You're going to get plus 130 back on this. Uh, if you like the under, you're going to play a little juice. It's minus 160. Um, look, he's chasing what he had an opportunity to do a couple years ago, and that was leave on top with a Super Bowl. I believe the NFL gods give you one opportunity to do that, and if you get greedy, it doesn't end well. And I, and I think there's only one guy that I felt like maybe the NFL God saved him that had back-to-back, and that was Mr. John Elway, who at that time had bad back problems. And I was even thinking at that time, like, man, just three, like, no, man, Bubby Brister, it's not going to work. And it didn't. Plus, I wanted to become three-peat just to shut Terry Bradshaw's ass up. Because Terry said, I never want to trip shit with that guy. Didn't want the Colts. Didn't want to play with the Colts. Shut up, Terry. Anyway, this is under, man. If there's big dough coming into, if if, if MGM Grand, if if uh, Circus Circa out there in the desert is, you know, leaking out that they've got big six-figure money, they, this team to end with the worst record in the NFL, which I think I would love to see what the odds are on that because I doubt it highly that's going to be. But they have a huge liability. And if you paid attention to class yesterday, you know what liability is. But if they have a huge liability – on the win total under of Tampa Bay. And I think it's even shifted down, but this is under for me. Uh, 10 win win. Uh, I think it's a 10 win team um, at the best. And if they hit 11, the hook is going to kick your ass. I'm going the under on this. I like that plus 130. I was feeling the under as well. But that plus 130 on the over. They put it in there for people like you that think like that. That's exactly why they do that. But go ahead. Because I can look at the schedule and talk myself into a couple, right? And and 
Tom's got to be good for. I think the roster with a good quarterback can get eight. I have to have Tom Brady good for four. This is not you're you're using, in my opinion, you're using go go gadget arms reach on oh, this you're, because you're not wrong there. But, I'm, I'm yeah. talking myself into yeah, the plus one thirty. Yeah, that's the plus <laughs> one thirty talking because honestly, the shape that this team's in right now, and Goodwin probably not ready for the beginning of the season, and you got shaky offensive linemen. Um, we don't. I mean, Tom could probably get in this safe haven and be okay and block out whatever he's going through personally. But this, in my opinion, this isn't a twelve win team. The Saints are going to make them not a 12-win team, in my opinion. Um, this is not a 12. I don't, I don't see it. And eventually, if he hangs around long enough, that, you know, that other side is going to come. Like that, that father time is just like, all right, man, I gave you an opportunity. And we might not see it this year. But I think the question is, if you, have, if you don't have a good offensive line around Tom Brady, we know – his arm is still there. We know that. Unless we see something different once we kick this damn thing off in a few weeks. But the question is, since he just turned 45, what does his body feel like on Monday and Tuesday if they can't protect him? That's a different story. I'm going under on this. And what is Barley having at? So for the record, I am going on the over. I am going to take that. It's going to be, be around 12. That's on the record. Yeah. Uh, Bartlett under. He's okay. with you around 10 or 11, okay. but that hook is what saves okay. it. Okay. Yeah, do you on the record? I wasn't going to let you, you know, pad it up and say, well, just remember, I did say <laughs> no, man. On the record, your ass like that 135 payback, you going on the over. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, you going on the over. Yeah, I just don't see it. I don't see it. And I never like betting against Tom, but I don't see it. 12-win team. If it's a 12-win team, that means somebody – that means Jameis, Jameis on the bench because he's thrown like – it's week 8 and 10. And he got eight interceptions, one every week. Um, if it's 12 wins, that means who else is over there? I mean, I, I have to look at really their schedule, but it, it's their schedule is not easy, I, especially the start of it. it. It's not easy. I've looked at it that much. No, that first five to six weeks isn't a pushover. Do you want to try to find them really quick? We got time. Go 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 ahead. You give me. We move on. We got two of more. Of course, you open up Buccaneers and Cowboys. That's a crapshoot. Both of them coming in that game with offensive line issues. Um, both of them are coming in. I mean, I give the edge to Tampa Bay in the receiving position um, because Dallas is coming in with a bunch of young guys. But at the end of the day, it's in Texas Stadium. Um, they'll probably have close to a hundred thousand for that game since it's Tom Brady and it's open tonight. Um, that's a 50-50 game right now. I mean, a healthy Tampa, if it was a better state of mind, the offensive line, of course, I'd probably take Tampa. Throw. That's a 50-50 game, but go ahead. Okay. It's, uh, at Saints, week two. That's a loss. Hosting the Packers, week three. That could be a loss. Hosting the Chiefs, week four. That could be a loss. Hosting the Falcons, week five. That's a win. At Pittsburgh, week six. That could be a loss. At Panthers, Carolina. Week That's a division game. They'll win that one. I'll give them that. Okay, so we're at three wins so far. Uh, hosting the Ravens. That could be a loss. Hosting the Rams. That definitely could be a loss. Hosting the Seahawks. That's a win. Uh, at Browns without Deshaun Watson. That's a win. So we're at five wins so far. Hosting the Saints. 
I'll give them that. They'll split with the Saints. The Saints have swept them every since he's gotten there. They swept them in the regular season every year. They lost him in the playoffs, but I'll give them at least a split with the Saints. Okay, so we're at six wins so far. Uh, Bucks at Niners. That could be a loss. Bengals at Bucks. That could be a loss as well too. Bucks at Cardinals. Yeah, that could be a loss also. Panthers at Bucks. They'll win that one. Seven wins. Uh, and then Bucks at Falcons. That's a win. It's eight wins. Okay. I don't see 12. Well, it's, I it's, see maybe 10. I'll be off maybe by two, but I damn sure it'll be 12. And if it is 12, I'll come in here and say, damn it, he did it again. Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe <laughs> that there's rumors out there that they could be entertaining for her for the halftime show at the Super Bowl. I will raise totally hell if they, because first of all, she, the only thing about Britney Spears we know in the last five years is a all out drag out fight with her daddy in court. And somebody just gave her 15 million for a book deal. She ain't put out nothing on the charts in forever. And she's had a meltdown in front of the whole country. I'd be damned if they would let her go ahead and skip the line of so many other people and put her on the Super Bowl. Sold a lot of records. I mean, in her heyday, sold out, but she has not done anything worth a damn besides make it in the news of suing her dad. Just wanted to add that. Just went, went sideways on that. Just wanted to add that in because, yeah, oops, I did it again. Reminded me of that. That age gap is kind of like, uh, you know, having Aikman and Buck as your primary, yeah. primary team up on Fox. I feel you. Generational difference. Get somebody younger in there. Britney well, it's Spears, not really. It's not. It, well, no, I won't say that because hell, they've had Aerosmith up there before. They had that, some that old like, ass rock. That was yeah. I'm not. I'm, years I'm not ago. gonna. I'm. I'm not going to. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm not going to go to the age card on or that. I just feel like you haven't done anything music wise to be honored to get that. We can't go back to you. Okay, you got to at least be around for something on that. That's my take. It's nothing to do with her age, but um, keep it moving. Um, okay, so. You you went the over. Where's Bartlett at on Tampa? Bartlett was right there with you. That on the 10, under. 10 or 11 okay. on the under, yeah. Okay. Next team up. We're down to our final two finally. Next team up. Let's go to the AFC South. The Tennessee Titans. Okay. Won this division two years in a row, speaking of the South. Because of me, I would say – medium play at the quarterback position for the Colts. It's allowed them to win this division two times in a row and the coaching of Vrabel. I like Vrabel. I think he's a good coach. I like the culture they have in Tennessee. Their fans are getting on my nerves, but I like Tennessee and their, you know, with Vrabel and what he's done. You lose a guy like A.J. Brown. I know they drafted a rookie coming out. I believe you will feel that uh, for the most part. And keep in mind, Tennessee is kind of rebuilding on the cool. They are. They're trying to pull off a Ravens to where, like, look, don't be surprised if Tennessee takes some steps back this year. At the end of the day, you know, the one thing I will see, I don't know what this rookie's going to be about. You know, and I didn't have, you know, A.J. Brown is not, you know, he's good, but I've never looked at A.J. like, hey, he's up there. I could be wrong on that, but, you know, I've never looked, I've never held A.J. Brown in that high regard. But let me tell you something. The guy that's been sitting on somebody's couch ever since them eight sacks that his defense got against Cincy that's had something like, oh, get out of that race car. You put him behind center, 
And if for whatever reason you don't have a wide receiver or you don't have a, a tight end that can put that can make up at least half of the production of AJ Brown, that play action that they like to run in Tennessee is dead. Put a fork in them. Okay? Done. That's that's what Tennessee season comes down to me is that play action because you know you got Derrick Henry I understand that but you don't have the threat of AJ Brown anymore that made a difference now can they come can they overcome that I'm sure they can will they I don't know and you know how I feel about Malik there is some pressure on Tannehill to come out say what you want to Malik has showed enough to know that the moment ain't big for me he's gonna go through some growing pains but I do believe Rabel, if they can let him sit out the whole year, that is beneficial. But if they're not getting good quarterback play and they don't have receivers that can separate, that play action and that run to Derrick Henry, it ain't working. And so, therefore, the people in the desert are giving the Tennessee Titans nine on the dot. Nine. I'm going under on this. I'm going under. My gut, the wisdom tells me you don't see Malik in 2022. My gut tells me you're going to see him in 2022 at some point. The offensive line is, you know, they've got to win. They're going to be in a situation and I'm familiar with rooting for teams like that. They're going to be in a situation where they cannot, their defense is not going to be able to give up 21 points. They're going to have to really rely on their defense to be successful, but I'm going with the under at nine. We'll get more into it when we get back. You'll listen to the Sports Crime presented by Dosecchi's broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online studios. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail. Like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients. Just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang. Always bold, always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Tai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit TigerSanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind.
Listen up, San Antonio and Austin. Let me tell you about Stoli Vodka, our new partner. Handcrafted in Latvia, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both refreshingly modern and exceptionally classic. Uncompromising spirit is the kind of belief that turns players into icons. 100% grain-to-glass Stoli Vodka's starting lineup includes the iconic premium cucumber, vanilla, raspberry, and blueberry. If you want to learn more, visit Stoli.com. Stoli Vodka, official Sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, presented by Dosecchi's, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Bartlett spinning the one and twos. This next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Make sure you try out their pre made alcoholic drinks. They come in all flavors, okay? Great for tailgating. You know, it's that time of year. Hey, that big game. Hey, Austin, next weekend, that, that, well, I can't call it a big game. I refuse. That game in Austin between the Crimson Tide and the Burnt Orange, the highlight of that is going to be the tailgate. Okay? The highlight that for I-35 in Austin is going to be the tailgate. So enjoy some Zing Zang. It's very, you, you can uh, transport it easy as well also. Come in different flavors. You know, and also you don't have to consume, you know, that much other alcohol or beer when you're drinking those things, those pre-made, because you can add Jones. They they pack a they pack a punch. But Zing Zang, or you can just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports crime. What you got? Yeah, just uh the variety. When you talk about the flavor variety, mm-hmm. of course, original Bloody Mary mm-hmm. with real vodka in the can. Uh the mango margarita with real mango puree. Those are sweet, really delicious. Uh, classic margarita and the whiskey sour. The whiskey mm. sour with that bourbon. Please and thank you. See, I'm a margarita type of guy, so. Well, there you go. There you are for me. But yeah. Stock the cooler up. Get that for the tailgates. And my people out there in Baylor country as well, too. Which we've got to get. We've got to talk. And UTSA we, here. Yeah, we, yeah. I want to talk to somebody in Waco. We've got to get uh, somebody that I covers Baylor. Or deals with Baylor. I want to get them to get an outlook of this team. I believe Baylor's going to be a team that's going to compete and probably one of the favorites to win the Big 12. I keep talking about it. That matchup in week two, though, I believe it's week two. Yeah, going down to BYU under the lights. BYU is not easy. Not an easy place to play. But Wake, but Baylor, Baylor's going to be prime, I believe, to make a run. I like their coach. But anyway, let's get back to the uh over and under so we've got tennessee i told you i'm gonna take the under it's minus 115 both way whether you like the over or the under but i'm gonna take the under nine what do you got this one could almost push this one could almost push because derrick henry i mean they're just gonna be as good as as good as long as he's out there that's how long they're gonna last um but I don't think he's going to be out there too long. I think he's starting to wear down. It's becoming a lot to carry. Uh, Tannehill can't do it himself. I think you're right. You do see Malik Willis before the end of the season. Um, I'm going to take the under here. Okay, you're taking the under as well, too. And what does Bartlett? Bartlett likes? Bartlett likes the over. Okay, okay. All right. Um, Keeping it moving to our last over another team that we have to do. Let me go ahead and um, get back to the spot there. So, yeah, it was one minus 115 both ways, either way you take it with them. Um, that was the Titans. So let's finish with the 
worst run team in the National Football League. Okay. With arguably maybe the worst professional owner in professional sports. It shouldn't be shocking of who I'm talking about. Sorry, Gerald. It's the Commanders. Washington Commanders. Okay. Where do you start with this team and this franchise? I mean, just uh, they could have games on Sunday and they could probably follow it up with Monday. You could probably have the match the whole 17 weeks. They could have a they could have court TV, a series on court TV with with Washington, all the legal stuff they're involved in. They'd match that too. you know, forget behind the behind the commanders. No, behind the courtroom. You know, dun 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 dun. What is that from, Jonas? Please, please, somebody in Ohio in your house while you were three years old in diapers, you should hear that. What is that? What is that from? I'm gonna take a guess here. No lifeline. Is that like night court? No, close. Yeah, but I know that's a show from that time. People's Court. People's Court. Judge Walkner rolling around in his grave. You don't even know the jingle. Nope. Anyway, just just reminds me motivation how old I'm really getting. Tom Brady generation. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, look, man, nice guy. Battle pretty much beat cancer for the most part up to this point. And Ron Rivera, never really been a big Ron Rivera fan because the whole Riverboat Ron, I'm all oh, that's so cute. I mean, Ron, you know, defensive coordinator, part of probably the best defense ever assembled in the National Football League, the 85 Bears. Um, always thought he got a little bit more love than he deserved as a head coach. Okay. Um, took a Superman performance for 16 weeks to get him to his only Super Bowl he's coached in. All right. But he is on the hot seat. And unfortunately, he knew what he signed up for when he took this job. It was going through this turmoil. It was it was I mean, he smelt it when he walked in. Like anybody going to take out the trash? Nah, man. Nah, we really don't do. We good. They live in frat boy style up in, in the nation's capital. He knew what he was signing up to do. And Vegas in the desert is getting giving them eight no hook nothing um carson wentz they're dealing with a project and carson i've defended for carson for years i mean but whatever's i think it's and i stand by this it's not a physical thing with carson it's not a tool he can make all the throws the guy was leading in the clubhouse at the mvp before that la rams game that shattered his knees but he's lost it between the ears. And if the guy that you go to Bible study with, speaking of Frank Wright, that you read scriptures with every week, that put his neck on the line for you, if he can't get it right, and that was your, how can I know for sure he's going to you know, get it right in Washington? If you like the over, it's minus 105. If you like the under, it's minus 125. They play in the NFC East. You know, 
what is it? They they fired their defensive line coach second day of camp. Okay. Because somebody needs to tell Young not to run back by, by the quarterback when he gets in the backfield. He needs to work on his technique, man. He should have more sacks than he has. I mean, he had his rookie year, but, I mean, what has he done since then except stay in the tub? This smells pushed to me all over it, but I'm going to go. Man, this is the toughest one I think I've had on the board the whole way because this could be this could be a five win team or this could be a ten win team. I believe just by default with the decision. But I'm in real time. I'm on a live mic. I've got to make a decision, and I'm going to sit there. And you know what, man? I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to roll the dice here. I'm going to take over. I, I think Washington can find nine. Wow. I think they can find nine wins. I think they can find nine wins. And I believe, you know, this is Ron Rivera's, I think, third year. Um, if my history serves me correct, his teams usually pop in his third year, third or fourth year. Now, they've got some obstacles. I can't name you their wide receiver crew to keep it real with you. Okay. I know their rookie running back just took two shots. Thank God he's okay. That could have turned horribly wrong. And it, and it would have effect on the whole locker room. I believe the franchise cursed, to be honest with you. He didn't, he didn't change the name fast enough. You know, whether you want to say the curse of the Native Americans, curse of the perverts, whatever, because he was a peeping Tom also. Speaking of Snyder. I, I, can only, I can't imagine being a team for, uh, being a fan for a team like that. That's that ran that way and really just has that type of owner. I, can't, I mean, being 30, I don't know, 38, 39 years being a diehard Denver Bronco fan, class. Mr. Bowen, rest in peace, class. I, I just, I, I can't, because once you have an alliance with a team, you can't let that, it's hard to let that go if you really die hard. It's got to be brutal. And this was one of, at one time, one of the, and they are one of the historic franchises in, in, in you know, NFL. The Hogs. Doug Williams, first African-American quarterback to play in the Super Bowl and win it. And my black ass was rooting against him that day. I had to be locked in my room to watch the game by myself because my dad was looking at me like, are you serious? Like, you ain't going to do you understand? And at that time, at that age, I'm not really, I understand this is big, but I don't understand. You're not talking about a 40 five-year-old Calvin with the mentality of what's going on and then how significant that was. I was riding with John. Locked in the room. Dad was going to disown me. I said, hey, man, can't help it. That's John. Got his ass kicked. Story franchise. I'm going with the over, man. I think the NFC East, they can find two games. This is going to be a push or it's going to be an over. I think the NFC East, we know what the Giants, Giants got their questions. Dallas, you know, they play, Washington plays Dallas tougher than, than, than the Eagles do. And everybody's high the Eagles. I'm going to go over. What do you got? This is one of those ones I don't even have to look at the schedule to give you. It's going to be under. Okay. It, it's, it's just, I, I'm with you. I think Carson's pretty much done. The defense just sounds like a mess. Uh, outside of Terry McLaurin, he's my guy. Uh, got his bag over the off season, but I agree. There's there's just nothing that really pops off the page in Washington. And I think it's it's between Philly and Dallas, and it's just 
and it doesn't matter outside of that. Huh. Okay. What did Barla say? Uh, under. Barlett's an under player. I can already tell. Barlett's just some guys are like either over or under. Some people are like under. It depends. It's I don't think psych- he argue with you on that either. It's a psychological thing. <laughs> um, so I'm the only one taking the over. Yeah. Okay. Even uh, even Gerald Glenn here on Facebook. My commanders won't get more than seven wins. Gerald probably knows his team. Okay. So we'll see. So there you go. There's your over under totals. We'll visit these. Probably in late December, January, after the dealing's done, you know. Um, we'll check to see how we did. But moving on, let's keep it going, and let's start off the division tracker. Now, some of these divisions, I'm going to look at the schedule and give you records. Some of them I'm not, you know, time permitting. And just based off of the ones I really feel like I've got a one or, you know, interest to really look to see how many losses you think or whatever. But let's start in the NFC North because we've talked about them a lot over the last few weeks. We've talked about them a lot in the last couple of years because of a guy by the name of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Um, I'm going to give you the odds of what they're looking at on this. Okay. Um, Let's start at the bottom. Detroit Lions are coming in. This is pretty. This is this is not bad for them. Um, plus eight hundred to win the division. Definitely a long shot, but I mean, not as I've seen worse numbers on Detroit in the years. Chicago. This one's kind of surprising to me. Chicago's a plus sixteen hundred. They're the worst long shot in the division to go ahead and win it. Um, Minnesota plus two uh, two thirty five. That's closing the gap. And, of course, the favorites are minus 175 with the Packers, which let me tell you, that's the lowest. I would probably bet you a dollar to a donut that that's the lowest. I mean, that's the closest odds the Packers have been to win this division in a while. They Usually they're probably 250, 280, minus 320. There's change going on. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to take, uh, I'm, I'm going to start, we're going to start from bottom to top, okay? I am going to go ahead and start with Chicago. I think Justin Fields is going to have to run for his life once again. I think they do have a better coach than they had Nagy. They've got a better system. They might surprise some people, but somebody's got to finish last. I'm going to put Chicago in last, Okay. Finishing second to last, I'm going to go ahead and choose the Detroit Lions. And let me tell you something. This is a close. It's going to be, I believe it's going to be a close race between three teams this year in this division. Because I've seen enough in preseason to like to know the defense culture that, that Campbell's building. They've got a little nice running game in regards to the way they block. Okay, they got former running backs as the coaching staff. I mean, I like what they're doing. This really comes down to golf. And really, I told you, I there is no guarantee golf is going to be able to finish this year anyway, even if he plays bad. I don't think they owe him pretty much anything at this point. That's going to be close, but I'll have him coming in third. And in second, I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm going to go with Green Bay coming in at second. Um, I believe that Aaron Rodgers is still – Arguably, maybe the best quarterback in the game, if not definitely in the top two conversation, top three at worst. Lafleur 
hasn't lost less than like 13 games since he's been there. But make no mistake about it. This Packers team is only going to be as successful, not how Aaron Rodgers plays, but how their defense plays and their running game. Okay, their defense to me, I've yet to see a Packers defense other than the year that they won it with Mike McCarthy when they had 13 guys on IR, okay, and Charles Woodson was on the team. I've yet to see this a Packer defense, even when Don Capers was their defensive coordinator, I've yet to see them play consistent defense all for 16, 17 weeks. They'll start off hot, but somewhere in the middle of the end, they start giving a, getting a little loose on the tactics. I think this is the year Aaron Rodgers gets to feel what Tom Brady felt for a long time. And I think Minnesota, Kirk Cousins being with an offensive-minded coach, Delvin Cook is being underrated and undervalued. He will have a lot of touchdowns, I think, for rushing and catching out of the backfield in this offense. And, of course, their stud at wide receiver. It's just the concern with Minnesota. If they're not as good as I think they're going to be, it's going to be because their defense is trash. But I like Minnesota to win the North. So that's where we're at. Okay. Fair enough. That's where we're at. But – um. There you, there's your predictions for the North. Like some of these, I'm going to go ahead and give you the record per se. And that way, tomorrow, we'll go ahead and preview the South, the NFC South. We'll dive into the NFC South and get that out of the way. Don't forget, you got, um, first of all, baseball continues to go on. The question that I had, you know, we didn't, we talked, we didn't really talk about it, but JV, AKA Justin Verlander, he on the 10 day DL. Astro fans, any concern? I, my question is, can they win the whole thing without Justin Verlander? Is their pitching staff still good enough to win the whole enchilada without Justin Verlander? I don't know. Um, you know, there's not a team, again, I've talked enough about the Yankees, but there's not a team in the American League that I don't know that I can really say right now that could go toe-to-toe with them in four out of seven my, with Justin Verlander or without. But he's he's on the uh, DL for 11 games. Judge Homers again last night. They were This time they won. They were able to get a W over the Angels. Um, but Judge was able to hit another home run. I mean, most likely, I mean, is he getting to 61, 62? Is he going to do it? Do you think so, John? At this pace, yeah. I mean, there's still plenty of time left. Hmm. Okay. I'll take the yeah. Okay. I don't know what that pays out at, but. Also, don't forget tonight under the lights out of New York, Arthur Ashe, Serena tries to keep it going, trying to create major, maybe a magical run on her last tournament and Grand Slam tournament that she's going to play. Um, I believe that's a 6 o'clock start. You know, the U.S. Open, it used to be, even when I was going to school, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, Ozaka went down. She lost. I mean, I think she needs to clear her head away from the game. I mean, she's been in and out. You know, an opponent that she lost to, she's out. But, you know, these matches, like her match last night, you can't tell me if you wasn't in Arthur Ashe Stadium, nobody on the East Coast stayed up to watch that. These matches start late now. Like They're damn near 11 o'clock times our start, some of midnight their time, you know. We'll see how it all pans out. But that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Bartlett spinning the one and twos. 
San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Temple, Colleen, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes, and my people down Laredo, don't forget about y'all. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning, before you hit the snooze button and before you roll out the rack, just ask yourself, you grinding? Peace. See you tomorrow.